0: Now. And now, Bachelor Nation, on the After Reality Podcast Network. He is not Will Simmons, but I am Spencer Kitley, and this is is Bachelor Nation on the After Reality Podcast Network. Welcome back. The final episode of the Bachelorette season that completely transpired within quarantine. Gave us two Bachelorettes for the first time ever. Gave us two engagements in the same season of The Bachelorette or The Bachelor for the first time ever. It was quite the season, had its highs, had its lows, Um, and really did the best that it could, being located in one place, stationary for the entire season. We're going to see it again with Matt James here in just a matter of uh, a little less than two weeks. So The Bachelor is right around the corner. January 4th, there is... Plenty to see, plenty to say, and I'm going to be saying a lot of it. Um, as as I noted, he is not Will Simmons. Will is is busy with holiday commitments, but didn't want to let this season go without having a final wrap-up. So doing something I haven't done in quite a while. The solo pod. A little bit of me, a little bit more of me, some myself, m- me, myself, and I with De La Soul and uh we'll try to keep it fun try to keep it light try not to be too boring um but before we do get started i want to remind everyone where you can find us online follow us on twitter at after reality pod like the after reality tv podcast page on facebook follow us on instagram at after reality podcast also reminder subscribe wherever you download your podcast maybe it's where you're listening right now spotify apple google or stitcher and don't forget to check out our website AfterRealityPodcast.com That it had some snafus with it Those have been fixed So check us out over there And let's get into this It was a three guy week It was a four guy week Depending on how you want to cut this thing up Um, I had made the prediction Last week Again we're spoiler free here on this podcast But I made the prediction last week We weren't done with Ben and we weren't, and we definitely were done with Ben in a big way. Um, usually, if someone comes back, they don't make the splash that he did. Don't want to jump out too far, get out too far over my skis here. So we'll start at the beginning, and it's really interesting how we're having to see these guys interact so late in the season. We haven't seen this before. It, it seeing guys. All together for hometowns. All together for overnight or fantasy suite, whatever you want to call it. Week and being forced to sit in the same room as these date cards come in, and like we have this talk track of Brendan, like, "Hey, I don't want to, don't want to stack up divorces." Um, and he and he and Zach both, of course, and surprise, JoJo's still around. So she's having conversations, one last chat with Tasha. And, of course, the one and only Chris Harrison drops in on the three of these guys. Like, hey, it's going to be a serious week. It's going to be intimate. It's all the things that 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 it's going to be this week. And and he drops the first date card. And it's going to be for Ivan. And, and and it's around this, our love is timeless, is, is the name of it. And it's so awkward. The, the stage in this game, like, the other guys are like, oh, hey, like, have fun going on a date with my girlfriend and i think zach hit really hit the nail on the head when he says hey ivan's a nice guy and i would let him date my sister i just don't really want him to date my girlfriend fair point zach fair point point. and to kick off this date we're doing ice baths which i've i've done a few ice baths in my day uh playing sports uh for quite some time uh and even um uh, did a nice bath um uh, in my later years uh, pulling a groin playing flag football ice baths are cold ice baths hurt um, they have great healing qualities and you can do them for longer than the uh, 3 minutes and 22 seconds that they're trying to break and, and you can certainly do them even longer than the the time that they ultimately posted of 6.35 and we did this date once before with Sean Lowe and my all-time favorite, Leslie Murphy. They kissed on Hollywood Boulevard. Uh, longest on-screen kiss was their Guinness World Record, three minutes and 22 seconds. So I guess that one also got broken here since we were doing the, the longest, cold coldest kiss. Um, anyhow, they get in the cold tubs. We've brought in Polly, who's kind of the, the bouncer of Bachelor Nation, to, to do some commentary with Chris Harrison. And Chris tries; he tries to be funny. Hey, Paulie, you were an orphan boy on a glacier. You know the secrets here, right? Uh, this was just awkward. They can't stop laughing, but then they just—they kind of just zone in. They, like I said, they go for six and a half minutes plus. They break this record, and I'm feeling good about Taysha and Ivan at this point. Like, and we go to the nighttime portion of. of of this uh, overnight date. A lot of love talk, a lot of flattery, a lot of flirting. And Ivan says, Tasha, I am undoubtedly falling in love with you. And she replies, like, I've been falling for you too. Doesn't say she loves him. I've been falling for you too. Ivan, of course, is a taker for the, for the foregoing individual rooms. And they get to share an Airstream. What it might not be the first choice for um, fancy Suite, but I'd love to have an Airstream. I'd love to have that Airstream. A very nice Airstream, a very great setup. Um, they even had it right there on the property, got up in the morning, kind of sat up in their, their Airstream lawn, if you will. Uh, they copped to being dead tired, having stayed up all night long. But we didn't really get... All of the information that we needed that's then alluded to on the Tuesday night episode. Or actually, I, I, I guess it's technically the end of the Monday night episode. And she seems really into Ivan afterwards in her ITMs, though she's in her glasses, she's in her PJs, and she doesn't seem happy when she gets to the ITMs. Like not beaming, maybe she's just tired, or maybe there's disappointment there, and we didn't quite know what it is because we didn't we hadn't filled in the gaps. All right, it's complete deadpan. I feel like Ivan and I could have a beautiful life together. Okay, really sell it. You you remind me of when I used to work in media relations, and I had an athlete who would tell reporters. I am just really excited in that kind of voice. It was it was very similar. Like, if you're excited, have some excitement in your voice. If you're happy, have some happiness in your voice. Um, but for her, Ivan did come back. He tells us a bit with the guys. Hey, we stayed up and we watched the sunrise. And it's like, hey, like, really don't say anything. Just come back and say, hey, we had a great time. I'll leave it at that. Don't want to rub anything in your face. I feel like that's the way to do things. Um, Zach Clark, as we, as we now refer to him, was next up with Let's Explore Each Other. And that was eh, kind of a different a painting date, which turned out they actually painted some canvases we saw in the, after the credits. Also, in addition to the, the body painting they did. And, of course, in all things Bachelor, when we get dirty, we, we wear white. And it's a big old mess. And the passion, though, with these two, it's just on another level than Brendan or Ivan. The only one only one comparable is Ben. And, again, at this point in time, Ben's not on the show. Like, the passion with those two, another level compared to, to really Taisha and anyone that's been on this show this season. Zach is realizing that, hey, it's time for me to tell her how I'm really feeling. And it sure feels like he's headed in the right direction. And that, that, that's how, how we go to the nighttime portion of the day. And he finally tells her he loves her. She responds, I love you too. I've never felt this way before. And it's just like, this thing's done. Unless she's pulling a Ben Higgins and saying this to two people. Uh, she She admits to like, hey, I've been trying to find the wrong things with you, Zach. But they just continue to make out. (laughs) More and more making out, but giddiness and happiness and so different. So much more sincere and natural than any of the other guys. Like, we've seen glimpses of this that made us gravitate towards Zach throughout the season, but it really became apparent here on this date, and their fantasy suite—it's a proper hotel room, uh, which I guess is maybe, perhaps, different than the other rooms at the resort, but probably not all that much. Uh, Zach loves me, and I love Zach, and that—that that came from Tasha's in the moment. Uh, I mean, these two—like, they're jumping on beds and dancing. He's wearing her pink silk robe. I the date ends and I certainly feel this thing is Stevie Wonder signed, sealed, and delivered. Uh, and We still have another date with Brendan and then we have some other things to occur but Brendan is really behind the eight ball coming off of this date. Assuming they assuming they aired these in the sequence that they filmed them. But he is so defeated as he gets his date card like you can see he's feeling the pressure and part of it's like seeing these other guys come back Zach's Zach played it fairly cool when he came back but uh, I'm, re- I'm willing to see what happens here and Taysha says hey like, I have a friend I want you to meet Brendan and again we hear Taysha say she thinks he's husband material she said that last week and after their first date, she thought that Brendan was the guy, which we'd, we've kind of liked Brendan here on the, on the pod. And we've heard some allusions to this, but he's just always felt like the guy that can't quite get there, which is a, is a character type that exists year after year on the show. And the friend that we meet is a piano playing Neil Lane. Hello Neil And he has a bunch of earrings and necklaces and loads of diamonds and as Tasha tries all this on Brendan is absolutely silent. He looks like he is about to crap his pants. I mean the looks on his poor face, like he is struggling with his feelings, he's overwhelmed. And that's all before we go to the nighttime portion of this thing. And right off the bat, he's emotional as he talks about, hey, like I've been struggling with these last couple of weeks, and we've seen him holding back. It's been visible him holding back. And knowing he wants a wife and kids more than anything on the earth is a is a is a real thing for him. But he's learning that there's a big part of him that's still broken. Still needs time to heal. Still unavailable, really, is what he's saying. And I don't know. We don't. We've never really gotten a good timeline on his divorce. I assume it's in some proximity to the show within at least a couple years. But there's also a big part of him that needs time to grow, he says. And he needs to pick up the pieces of himself, which. Like, this is. Really good self-discovery for him on the show. It's unfortunate that he's in this situation, wanting to give her his whole heart, but as he sits there, he doesn't can't do that. And this feels just like Brooks Forrester breaking up with Desiree Hartsock on a pier in Fiji. Like years ago, final three. This happens. Brooks is the guy. I'm not going to say that Brendan was the guy, but it certainly sounded he was, like, at least the number two guy ahead of Ivan at this point. And, like, he's so conflicted. Unfortunately confused. The good news, though, is she's understanding. She's not mad at him. I appreciated her saying, like, my younger self would be mad at you for this. Kind of in the same way she was mad at Ben for not having an emotion when she sent him packing. Which I want to unpack that a little while later when we talk about Rachel Lindsay. But that answer has to be like, I mean, she's really, really into him. But she can't force it, right? And, and, and she realizes that she tells him, hey, every single day I thought that it was going to be you in the end. It's a very teary goodbye. And it really seems to, like, this has rocked her more than anything else that's happened this season. Although we've seen her pretty upset a number of times. It's really hard to make a call, though. Like, would he have been ready if he had felt more certainty from her? That might be a real thing. She was asking that. Like, if she's more expressive, does that make him, to use the the trope, does that make him walls down? Does that make him feel less vulnerable um, and, uh, and able to really open himself up and heal some of those old wounds? We'll never know. Brendan, I'm sure we'll see you in paradise, buddy. Hopefully we have paradise. Hopefully we have Wells Adams behind the bar. Who knows? Maybe we have Demi behind the bar with him. Uh, the next day, we've had the three dates. Tasha's setting the table to entertain as we've seen her do at least once or twice so far this season for her sh- brunch with charcuterie and champagne. And I was totally expecting JoJo to roll back in instead, but it it's Rachel um, Rachel Abasolo, I guess, is her name these days. But Rachel Lindsay, um, who, who I know from, from way back in the day when she was a student at the University of Texas. And we're talking Brendan. And I thought Rachel did a nice job of kind of reaffirming like, Hey, it's good that you found this out. It's good that you found that out. Good thing you're having these conversations with these guys. And we talk how into Ben Tasha was. So it's, it's, it's still a topic. He's not on the show. And how hardened his feelings were and how he didn't give her any emotions when he walked away. And I really appreciated Rachel saying like, Hey, his lack of emotion was likely his defense mechanism, because you kicked him off the show. <laughs> like this wasn't just Ben, Tasha. You 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 played a role here, uh, which I, I appreciated. And uh, ultimately, we come out of this. is excited for the end. We're going to have a a final couple of dates, and then right on cue our guy ben sauntering back in wearing pants as tight as leggings uh a knock knock and it was at chris harrison's door i thought it was going to be directly at tasha's door but called this sucker cue up the pod from last week nailed it and ben hey i wanted to marry her and i want to talk to tasha i want to let her know how i feel I don't expect her to take me back or do anything, but I feel like I need to tell her, like, maybe she wanted to be with me, and it, because I couldn't say any, say how I felt, she walked away. Who knows? But Tayshia's out there prepping for final dates, the upcoming, uh, well, actually she's preparing for the, the final cer- rose ceremony, And here comes Ben, and like talk about catching her off guard. Like I know a lot of times things are set up. This didn't appear to be set up. She, the look, she wears her feelings right on her face, like a a handful of of bachelors and bachelorettes have, and it was very obvious that she was caught off guard. And at least she had a glass of wine in her hand, as I have a glass of tequila in mine. I'll have a sip. And I appreciated Ben saying I was terrified. I blew it, but I'm in love with you, and i never felt this. Keeps me awake at night, and I just had to tell you. And it's interesting how these guys get an extra couple of days when once they're jettisoned from the show. So I with Bennett, so with Ben, and he's there because he just felt like he had to tell her. And her look is exasperated. It's half-shocked. It's just overwhelming disbelief. And she tells him, no, I'm I'm not all right. And she has to go and excuse herself back to the dark recesses of some production room. And we hear the quote, there is a rose ceremony. What do I do with that? Which doesn't sound real warm <laughs> i guess but it's a mix of shock and pissed i feel like but she really cares about ben and but she also really sent him home for a reason So like where's the where's the rub here she's happy to see him she does want to take a little bit more time but for the second time this season she said i do want why don't you come to the roast ceremony tonight We know all your stuff's still here. You never never left La Quinta. So she walks him to the door. I thought this was really interesting. And he asks for a hug. And it doesn't even look like he's going to get a hug for, for a hot minute. And she looks so defeated and frazzled. But then the embrace that she gives him is so very warm. And then she grabs him and makes out with him. This fire is burning hot. Like we've talked about, the passion with Zach and Ben—another level. Here it is, right in our face. Final week of the season, and afterwards, she's she's kind of somewhat upset. Like I, I kissed him, and he, and she's upset with herself. And he's like, she kissed me, and then I blocked out. <laughs> um, just these amazing raw feelings that were captured. And I feel like we've seen so much more of that in this weird condensed environment that we have this season. And while it hasn't been the greatest bachelorette season, it has had some really big uh, highs. And it's had um, a a pretty low floor at times as well. But uh, this is spicy at this point. We go to the rose ceremony. Ivan and Zach, mind you, they do not know that Brendan is gone. But they also do not know that Ben is back. So the suspense builds. Cue the dramatic music. And their eyes, when when Ben rolls in, are just, whoa. Like, particularly Ivan. Like, oh, I thought I had beaten him so far. Um, And then Brendan doesn't show up. She shows up. She announces, hey, it didn't work out with Brendan. And how she is trying to find clarity and how to navigate this is kind of the, the main topic of what she she speaks about here. And before handing out a rose, Ivan, can we talk for a second? And Ben is the first one, like, is this good? Is this bad? Like, like it's never good when you get pulled to the side by the lead like particularly at this stage in the game and like I know that this is bad and she does what she does she always tees up the compliments first and then comes with the but there are some things dot 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 they found out a lot about their past and apparently they had some pretty big religious roadblocks they uncovered this week. I presumably during the overnight date because it didn't make the air, so we didn't have the audio. And I really wish we would have heard more about this, but they, they kept it very ambiguous. And uh, we know that faith is important to Tasha, um, so I guess we're to read it's not important to, to Ivan, or he has some very strong anti-religious beliefs I don't know not, not p- saddling him with that because we don't know but uh, he seemed to be right there with these other guys and then uh, hit the brakes on the overnight day uh, so adios to Ivan who thinks that she won't end up with anyone because he was um, proud enough that he thought he was the only one and she wants to feel confident going forward. She feels really good about these guys. Of course, these guys are Zach and Ben. Getting roses. Meeting her family. Ben, a guy who was out last week. Now he's in the final two. This is unheard of. Like we've never. This has never happened on the show. And these are the two guys. We have pointed to her being obviously into this season. And in a very roundabout way it's finally come to fruition and and these guys both get to meet Tasha's family and they have cocktails so I'll have a sip of mine Ben is up first and it's fun to hear Tasha say how happy she is that Ben came back and put his best foot forward with her parents and Taysha tees him up Right off the bat. Hey Ben, where'd you go to college? Uh, I went to West Point. and it, it seemed like Taisha's dad was maybe a Navy man, but still respect among those people that attend the, the academies of our of our uh, different service branches. and Ben is super honest. I, I thought he did a, a really great job with Tasha's parents like also side note, really like Taisha's dad seemed like a really fun hang um i i harped on last week really like zach's dad so these two dads are like really great now they're to now they're together in the end which is pretty fantastic but uh her dad was was really great uh he was like hey like i'm confident that Ben's going to have the drive that Tasha needs in a partner because he went to West Point. And Ben is super... On, like, he is all of a sudden just emotions on the sleeve. Like, I am in love with your daughter. I was terrified before. He's very sincere. I really liked it. Uh, he was genuine. He was open. He was honest. He was all those... All those bachelor, bachelorette things busted down his walls. Zach was great with the parents as well. Dad wants to know, hey, like what's going on with Zach and she, Zach, and she says all the things. <laughs> um, but pops is super fun again, super easygoing, awesome. Like he didn't give these guys um, any real hassle, at least on the air. Um, but Zach shares with. With mom, who got more time with, with Zach, um, that he and Tasha have both shared that they love each other. He shares about his past marriage. He shares how he wasn't ready. And Dad wants to know... He, like, they, he wants you to really know that this marriage is not a test or a trial. And I, I thought Zach did such a great job of conveying how he felt. He tells a story of how she talks about how much her dad means to her. And when, when he's talking to the, to the dad and how the dad had set such a high bar and really telling him the right things, but he's very sincere about it. And he's so smooth. I really like Zach. I, I I think Zach is a great guy. Um, and both of these guys really acquitted themselves well with the families uh, following family day, though, that dad wants to come back and like, Hey, don't make the biggest mistake of your life. And I was like, why did we have to have dad come back and plant seeds of doubt in, in Tasha's head. But in her ITM, this clouds her clarity and it is kind of overwhelming. And you see it as she prepares to go on these like final two dates, the tears, the heaviness of the situation are hitting her. Particularly, she reminisces on past devastation that she shared with her dad at 3 a.m. sitting in a car following her failed relationship or failed marriage. And she also gets time with the guys at following meeting with her dad. And Zach feels that heaviness and trepidation with Tasha, which had to be discouraging. Um, but... They had this final, like, date of traditional wedding dance routine and a deep nighttime conversation. And she seems really frazzled. But as he really opens up, the smile comes to her face, and you almost just see her come to life right in front of you. It, like, the, the way her emotions come across her face, maybe more than anyone we've ever seen on the show, is, is just so telling. And she goes on to call him... The best man that I could ever dream of. And, like, these two are all in, like... And in the ITM, we get, I love Zach Clark. And, I mean, I said it before, sign, seal, deliver it. And we didn't even really get to a bend date. She sits down right away with him. Serious talk right off the bat. Hey, like, I gave you that rose the other night. I wanted to have a second chance. I don't want you to second guess anything but I felt like we missed out on a little bit of time together which couldn't have been more than a couple days but she she describes it as monumental like eh, let's not go throwing around words like monumental around it's like that's like the overuse of epic he says he was excited to be back he was hopeful that they would be together but he does realize it's over and says he does say the best thing Says, when you love somebody, you want them to be happy. And again, he internalizes all of his emotions, which had to have been hard for her, but at least she had heard from Rachel Lindsay, like, hey, like, this might just be how he deals with it. He's protecting himself. But it was quick, it was abrupt, and it was final. And again, I feel bad for Ben. I hope Ben's doing well. I hope Ben's having lots of safe, socially distanced dates. <laughs> um, and and I hope Tasha and Zach are doing well. On that final day, nine years sober, Zach is getting to meet Neil Lane. Uh, there's no questions here as we're watching. Zach brings it to the final rose ceremony. He's so, like, I keep saying he's smooth, but I don't mean that in, like, Rico Suave way. Like, he's just smooth. He's well-spoken. He's cool. And he's mature. Like, he, he's, he's, he's one of the older guys that ends up with the lead in the end. And Tasha does trip him up a bit. Like, hey, I know I told you that I love you. But, a long pause. Stare at the ground total nervousness. It's more than that. And, and it's go time from there. Like, there's talk of having more traditions and jumping into fountains all around the world. And then Homeboy nails down a perfect proposal speech. Maybe one of the best deliveries we've ever seen on the show. Like, very genuine, very sincere I all of the, all of the cliche Bachelor Nation things, but it's these two. It's these two in the end. They are engaged. They're our second engaged couple after the weirdness of Claire and Dale, the first three episodes of the season. But Tasha and Zach, Zach Clark, um, Tasha's moving to New York City to live with Zach. Uh, we didn't get an AFR this season. Uh, Chris Harrison kind of explained that it just wasn't possible for them to do it. It seemed like they could have like, at least done a 5 or 10 minute televised Zoom type thing. I mean, we did it for the greatest of all time seasons that Chris hosted in the spring and summertime where they were bringing in different people to participate in that. Speaking of that, one of the people that they did bring in on some of those were, were Carly and Evan, who announced today, unfortunately, after three years of marriage and two children together, that, uh, they're separating. And so, we'll have to remove them from the Jaden Tanner, Carly and Evan, uh, sing-along song, uh, and maybe answer some new names. Jaden Tanner, Jaden Tanner, uh, but, yeah, it was, a, it was a bumpy ride. We didn't know what we were doing. We got to La Quinta. Claire kind of wrecked things. She broke the show, to quote Chris Harrison. We brought in Taysha, who comes in out of the bullpen eating donuts. Her words, not mine. And she leaves a mark on all these guys. She leaves a great impression. Uh, she had a pretty good group of guys, too. Um save for Noah. And I think we have some really good guys to end up on on Paradise. And we may turn around like so we're gonna go Matt James in January. I think we could then go Bachelorette in the spring ahead of a season of Paradise. So that would leave us Peter's season. This season, Matt James's season and a Bachelorette season, all of new blood to feed Bachelor in Paradise. So that could be quite the stock pond. Um, I mean there's some, some quality personalities coming off of uh, Peter Weber's season, um, even potentially the final two and Madison and Hannah Ann. Uh, but I'm sure there's a number of others. Uh, so we we could have a lot going on over the next number of months who knows what the world and health look like come next summer when it is time for paradise Um, if they try to go with the summer games thing that they were planning to do this summer alongside the the Tokyo Olympics fingers crossed those happen Uh, the original reality show the Olympics sports Um, but it was, it was a, a really solid season. Uh, not the best, not the worst. Looking forward to the new year where we kick off The Bachelorette on January 4th. Or excuse me, The Bachelor. And to, to put a bow on The Bachelorette and to talk a little bit about The Bachelor, uh, we'll talk about Fantasy for Reality. Fantasy, the numeral four, reality.com. That's where Will... Uh, And I, as well as our good friend Kenny Browder, who's a friend of the show, who will be getting on soon to talk about some challenge. Um, We play all our fantasy games there, so check it out. The Bachelorette game is obviously over. The Bachelor game is up live. Sign up, start a league, play along with your friends, play with your colleagues and coworkers, have fun. There's different formats, different ways to draft uh, it's great. It's, it's not too late to, to play the challenge game. Only two people have gone home. We have 28 people still on the show. I'm recording here on Wednesday night. The challenge is on the on on the air. Um, probably won't have a challenge pod this week, but we'll be back in full force next week. Talking the challenge. The following week will be full force again. Bachelor and the challenge. So a lot coming down the pipe. Uh, things are really heating up. I mean, our usual mixed bag content couldn't be any hotter right now uh i mean we have southern charm we have real housewives of salt lake city that's been really good uh blow deck one of will's favorites is is humming along we know that we have we've just had real Housewives of dallas in january uh, announced summer house in early february so the reality tv airwaves are exploding and uh it's gonna be fun rolling into 2021 hopefully it' Great year, a great bounce back year for for the world. Go world! Um, but uh, that's it. That's all I got. Um, I won't. Yeah, I will. Cause he's not here. I beat Will in fantasy for reality, four thousand seven hundred seventy to twenty two hundred and forty. He did get Ben bounce back, so he ended up with with one guy there in the in the final. But too little, too late. But we appreciate you listening. Appreciate you hanging out with me, solo pod. Tried to make it as fun as I could. Um, we'll we'll have more than one uh, more than one personality here on the next pod, and we appreciate it. Have a very Merry Christmas, if that's what you celebrate, or Festivus, or Happy Holidays, and we will see you again very soon. Uh, before I go, though, don't forget I got to do the will part. Uh, follow us on Twitter at AfterRealityPod. Like the After reality TV podcast page on Facebook. And follow us on Instagram at AfterRealityPodcast. Also a reminder, subscribe wherever you download your podcast Spotify, Apple, Google, or Stitcher. And don't forget to check out our website, AfterRealityPodcast.com. You can find me on Twitter, at Spencer Kitley. That's all one word. And on Twitter and Instagram, you can find at, or Fantasy, the numeral four, Reality. And until... We chat again on this pod, on the on the Bachelor Nation pod, that'll be the first week of January. We remind you, we like bears and Mexican food right here on After Reality.